Susul. Hello all and welcome to Under the Plumbob, the podcast about all things related to the EA Maxis series of games called The Sims. We avoid the real world by talking about our made-up ones. And today, boy do we have a doozy for you. This is going to be intense, you guys, because we are talking about The Sims Medieval. Medieval! <laughs> I'm Ava, and as you have already heard, Vanity is here as well. Hi. Unfortunately, Marissa decided to sit this one out because she was not familiar with the topic. So instead, we got a special surprise for y'all. Say hi. Hi, I'm Melissa, and I'm also not familiar with the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Not Marissa. Melissa, because we like to keep it confusing. You're welcome. Just chillin'. Just just your regular old team hopper. You like to spread your love. It's okay. It's okay. I do like to spread my love. Mm. What's the okay. term again? Jack of all trades. Jill of all Master trades. Master of none. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't well, that a like, show like a musical? Master of what? none or something. Master of none. I thought so. Is I can't remember. A Netflix show. Oh yeah, it's the Could Aziz be. Ansari, Sawari, mm. that guy. Um, something like that. I can't remember. I don't either. There's so many TV shows out there. Uh, what was that? Oh, I'm currently watching a show that it's hilarious because everybody's like, what? You haven't ever seen it? What's wrong with you? And I was like, um, because it came out when I didn't have HBO. I'm currently watching The Wire. Nice. Which is hilarious because I lived in, I lived in the DC, the DMV area, which is the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. If you're not familiar with those terms for four years, which includes Baltimore, where the wire is set. And so they were like, how can you ever seen yeah. it? And I was like, because I didn't have HBO, bitches. I also have never seen it. It does, doesn't really do it for me. I mean, it has, it's really hilarious because two of the main characters are even, they're not American in the slightest, Dominic West and Idris Elba. Hmm. So it makes me chuckle. Idris Elba bit. is cool. Idris Elba, it is baby Idris Elba. Like, well, he looks the exact same. So does Dominic West, who can also get it, by the way. You listen to Dominic Bless West? Him. Hey. Don't know who that is. Google him. I'll wait. <laughs> All okay. Right. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's talk about Sims Medieval. First of all, guys, if you have ever played Sims Medieval, it was like this little known, like, for a way. I feel like it's what happened... Before Tim was fired or quit, whatever. Before, who? Bef- the guy, Tim, the one who was doing all the lore episodes. The, 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 Tim is the one who made all the lore. <laughs> Melissa, do you listen to the podcast? Do you listen to Cowplan episodes? Um, since I switched, I actually have not. So <laughs> this is a little <sighs> embarrassing. Ugh. Well, Tim is the guy who we have said is the one who made all the lore. And he's the reason why between Sims 2 and Sims 3, the lore is gone because Tim disappeared. We don't know From if he Seattle-ish? No. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Was it Tim from Seattle-ish? Maybe. Is it you, Tim? Is it you? Um, 
but he's the guy who was doing all the lore because he's really into fan fiction. And so he was putting all that in there. And then he quit and or was fired and or disappeared between Sims 2 and Sims 3. And that's the reason why we don't have any lore in Sims 3 or... Well, so, Sims Medieval is like, I feel like it's his last, like, gasp. You know, he was like, look, guys, I would like to put some fucking mystery magic lore stuff in here. Give me some time. And then they were like, fine, dude, here, do it. And then he exploded. Like, he did so much that Sims players didn't know what to do. (laughs) They were like, "Uh, this is not how I usually play. Help me. And uh, that's what happened since Medieval. But it's fun. I feel like you should play. This is an interesting uh, addition to the Sims franchise. Um, It is. I may have told this story on other episodes, but I had sort of Sims Medieval. My sweet, sweet mother um, bought me the expansion pack Sims Medieval Pirates and Peasants, I think Pirates is what it was and Nobles. Called. That one. Um, here I was thinking alliteration, but I guess that got vetoed in the wrong <laughs> room. Pirates and Peasants would have been... Anyway. It would have been um, great. She bought me the expansion pack to Medieval, but I didn't have Medieval, so I couldn't play it. So technically, I also owned the game, but never played it. Sort of. Didn't your mom then go, whoops, let me buy you the base game, too? Yeah, no, that was that's a little too much mental effort. I got some other cool presents that Christmas, so. Oh, cool. <laughs> Fell to the wayside. I probably also got, like, base game, like, actual Sims 2 uh, or 3. I guess it was 3 that I was working on at that point. But got some other cool expansion packs, and I was perfectly content. Oh, so you pseudo had it. Yeah, but I'm fascinated. You know, I love lore. So I'm fascinated by the idea that we have a loreful uh, medieval uh, magic question mark filled. <laughs> yes. New avenue of this game. So tell me everything. Um, well, The Sims Medieval released in 2011. Uh, it released the 22nd of March, 2011, for the U.S., and the 25th of March, 2011, for the rest of the world. Now, this is important, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because that was back in the day. Um, for those of you who are veterans of the series, you will remember this. If you lived in Europe, um, you will be as bitter as I am, still am, still salty about that. But for some reason... The games always released on a Tuesday in the U.S., but the rest of the world had to wait until Friday, like the Friday after. So, Rude. Yeah. So why this is, I don't know. There were a lot of like reasons floating around. Some said it was because Europe had like a set day for game releases. I was never able to confirm this. I was just, you know, salty because bullshit. Um, but we were basically... Um, eagerly anticipating the release of a new expansion or something else um, with the U.S. And, you know, we were on the forums back in the day. 
and we'd see uh, there was there were countdown threads, and we'd see new information releasing, and we just just so full of anticipation for these new expansions. And then the release day came, the Tuesday, and everybody in America got it, and the UK and Europe and everybody else. We'd just be sitting on those same forums, seeing screenshots and everything appear from people in the US, and we would still have to spend our uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays waiting. Because we couldn't get it <laughs> for some reason, um, so that I don't was basically understand the delayed release. Like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I mean, sure. To, to to be fair, that's nothing compared to what console simmers have had to go through for right. Sims Four. True. Sorry, but guys. at the time we were we were pretty salty, and that was the same with uh, the Sims Medieval. Um, so it's actually it's it it runs on the Sims Three engine and it's a spinoff. So it's kind of like how the Sims stories were a spinoff of the Sims Two. However, there are notable notable differences. So it's not it's not the Sims Three in a in a medieval setting. It's a completely new way of playing. There were like new new features. Um, there was uh, an armed combat feature there was magic there was god there was there's so much there was so much it's, it was also quest based which was interesting that was something um we'd never really had sure you had like these opportunities pop up in the sims 3 that could like you know give you something to do um but it was it was very much quest based kind of like world adventures was Oh, yeah. Yeah. World yeah. Adventures I had a great time with in The Sims 3. That so. was really like World Adventures. Um, I so feel like, for, therefore, I'd really enjoy this. I think you would, because it gives you, it, it, it kind of like gives you the story to play out, but you also make decisions yourself along the way. So it's basically, um, you go from A to B, and along the way, this is how you, this is what you can do to get there. This is what you need to do to get there. But the gaps in between are up to you. Very different from traditional Sims. It, yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, like, it's so different. Even, like, when you make your, when you originally start the game, like, you have to do the tutorial. Yep, you do. Like they don't and it doesn't. It doesn't matter if you've played through it before. There is no option to skip. You have to do it. And it's annoying. The only annoying part about that is, by the way, if you're going to do it, you have to make sure that you're ready to finish it before. Yeah, because if you, not, you like, can't, you can't save. stop. You can't save and stop. No, you're you're so, stuck for you're stuck for at least forty five minutes to an yeah. hour, depending on how quickly things go. Um, what? So yeah, uh-huh. I was so hungry. And I was like, I forgot about that part. And I was like, God dang it. <laughs> yep. It's uh so if you do sit down to start and play this, uh put some time aside. It's like some of the cutscenes in Final Fantasy XIV online. Um, some before some cutscenes, you get a, a warning saying, A lot of cutscenes are going to play in quick succession. Please make sure you reserve enough time to watch them all. So be warned, kids, if you start playing this, grab yourself some snacks, take a quick bathroom break. Because you're going to be hunkering down for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, like, I'm just starting from the beginning. Like, there's a huge cutscene at the beginning. <laughs> do they do they start you off in the back of, like, a caravan? 
in the winter? No, What's you start that? you start as king or queen, actually. Um, oh. yeah. Well, like, you, you first start out, and then, like, you have to, like, um, there's a whole, like, give you, they give you this, I guess, you know how, like, the load screen for The Sims is? It's kind of like the load screen, but it's, like, a story screen. Like, they're kind of telling you a story. And then um, you get your, your person, and then you have to pick, you know... Are they you you pick if they're king or queen or whatever kind of a deal? Well, the the way it works is you don't. If you want to play in The Sims Three, you pick a world to play in, and that's kind of the same thing that you do in The Sims Medieval. You make your kingdom, and everything that you're going to be playing, every sim that you're going to be playing from then on, all your games will take place inside this kingdom. And the tutorial is basically you creating the ruler of this kingdom because um, this kingdom has to have heroes and one of them is the ruler, so the king or queen. And the tutorial is basically them taking you through the basics as the king or queen. So, you know, there's there's basic sim stuff like taking care of your needs, but there's also like, this is the quest system. This is what you need to do. These are your daily tasks that you have to complete while working on your overall quests. Um, this is how you strike up a relationship with someone. This is build mode. This is buy mode. All that kind of stuff is uh, covered in the tutorial. Yeah, helpful. It's, yeah, and <laughs> so you have to pick like two traits, but you have to pick like a negative trait as well. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like in regular Sims you can kind of get away from that. Mm-hmm. Not in this um, one. No, you right. have to pick yep. a negative so one, what, and like it, which is which for me, I sat there for so long trying to figure out which negative trait was like yep. the least negative. <laughs> so you have you have your traits that you have to pick, which is great. Um, you can pick three. Um, they can be anything you want. You have adventurous, call of the sea, chivalrous, creative, cook, dedicated, earthy, eloquent, entitled, evil, excitable, friendly, fun-loving, good. Greedy, haggler, hopeful orphan, jokester, loves family, scholarly, solitary, unkempt, vain, or my personal favorite, violate my parents. Violate my parents. That's a legit trait. I if, have questions. If a, whale, if a whale ate your parents, sometimes you will get a moodlet like um, that you want revenge, uh, that you're sad about the fact that a whale ate your parents and you want revenge and you want to go whale hunting, which is an option. Where's my harpoon? Pretty I'm going to kill that Moby Dick. You Where's my to, harpoon? Well, I don't know have, why they sound like that, by the way. They do now. They do now. Head cannon. I also have a question about hopeful orphan, which um, oh, it's because you're hoping hoping to like isn't it like yeah. hoping to like find a family or yeah, pretty much that your family sure. is still out there somewhere. Um, I've never picked that one, so I can't say in detail. Because it about. sounds depressing, so I've also never picked it. Like basically, you're an orphan, but you're hoping that maybe you're not an orphan, maybe you're just abandoned, which I feel like is worse. Yeah. So. Like, some of these <laughs> traits, though, can come with like negative moodlets sometimes, like whale ate my parents um, for sure. Because you're sometimes you're just sad because you don't have parents because whale ate them. I mean, um, wouldn't you be? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Do you know what um, reminds me of James and the Giant Peach? Didn't a whale eat his parents? No, that was a bull. Oh, the yeah, uh, the bull. I'm pretty sure a peach ate his parents. So, <laughs> not to be a know-it-all or anything. But. That's that's what. Yeah, no, that's right. It's in the title. I mean, okay, so 
James and the Giant Peach That Ate My Parents. That it's the parents. subtitle. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Not many people go on to read that part of it. It but, was t- it yeah. was too long, so it always got cut off and like shortened right. it to James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, no, that makes sense. James and the Giant um, Peach, by the way, <laughs> little 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 side tangent is about the end of me being able to watch that kind of animation. Oh my I god, yes. Didn't like that it. was the last movie I was able to watch that kind of I animation before. Like I was like, yeah, nope. No. <laughs> is it stop motion? I don't know what it is, but it's, it's crazy. weird and jittery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it I think it might have been stop motion. Um, I know I, exactly what you're talking about, but, but I, I don't that, know. But what it it's wasn't called. it wasn't as smooth as like say Nightmare Before Christmas or something. It just right. it, it looked like it was supposed to be 60 SPF, but something happened and you modded it to hell and all of a sudden you only get like five SPF. <laughs> FPS, <laughs> like, sorry. I I I liked the sad parts, I like the movie, but I it's it's about where I stop. I don't know what something about it freaks me out a little bit. It's Tim Burton, which is weird. My name is James. <laughs> yeah, see that song. That song got to me. Like the lyrics, I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I just, I just. Susan Sarandon is in this. Hold on. Is, is she Hold the spider? On. Isn't she, is she the spider? She oh, that be. must have been why I blocked it out. Because I can't do spiders. I certainly no. can't do Tim Burton jittery animation spiders. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm was shivering this, thinking about this. There was this whole subplot as well about, oh, you know, people don't talk to her because she's scary. Because she's a spider. But wh- while they were on the peach, nobody was actually mean to her. I can't remember, at least. Nobody tried to shut her out. Like, they were all really nice to her. But she's like, oh, no, they it's natural for them to be afraid. But, like, she was also killing people in her little webs. Like, didn't she, like, spin something up into her what? web and, like, spin it up into her? I don't even remember. I'm, I'm having, like, fever dreams of this. I'm having fever dreams about this movie, but yeah, maybe we should James all just giant peach, watch it again. Ah, should we? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Hey, let's, Yikes. instead of watching James and the Giant Peach, why don't we uh, all play The Sims 3 Medieval? Look at so, you bringing that train back on the track. I'm so proud. Right. right. What all these traits, I mean, and I know you're going to go into the fatal flaw next, but I, this reminds me of Dungeons and Dragons. Do y'all play D&D? Yes. I'm trying to. Great. I'm sorry. I will get to it. I will get to it. I will. Uh, um, life has just been a bit blah lately. But I mean, girl, right? I can't even. I'm not, I'm not even mad at you. But like this idea of like you have to pick your traits, and one of them's probably not going to be great. Nope. Um, but you guys kind of have to build your character and and play them out as as described which so what is very traits, interesting to me what traits do you usually did do you usually pick cuz i'm i always pick creative cook i don't know why i just feel like i want to be creative cook i for me it actually depends on which hero i'm making because um your your kingdom has to have a certain amount of heroes um so basically, if you want to expand your, your kingdom, you put down buildings like a church or a tavern or a smithy or barracks for the night, and then you have to put a hero in them. And then depending on how many heroes you have, you will get new quests because some of these quests can only be 
completed by a certain hero. So you have the bard, the blacksmith, the Jacobin priest, the knight, the merchant, the monarch, the Peterin priest, the physician, the spy, and the wizard. And depending on which hero I would be making, I would always, um, that would depend basically on what, what traits I would mm -hmm. use. Like for instance, take the, the priest. So you have a Jacobin priest and you have the Peterin priest. And the Jacobin priest is like the, the pulpit pounding preacher and he lives uh, in like a Say fancy it five cathedral. Times fast. I will absolutely not. <laughs> um, but he's like he's he's basically how I picture um, the 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 embodiment of today's Catholic Church. He's that fear mongering, um, greedy kind of priest. Um, you know, the fire and brimstone priest, kind of like that. Whereas the Peterin priest is the modest and the mirthful mystic. And no, I am not saying that five, five, five times fast. Fine. Um, and he lives humbly in the monastery. So they're like, you know, the, the friars in the brown robes and they're, they're very, they have a very uh, modest life. And, you know, they, they try to preach all of the goodness of faith instead of going, you got into hell because you sneezed. I don't know. Well, like, it's funny because like when you first do your, um, like when you're doing the tutorial part, whatever, mm. one of the things you have to do is go and like chop wood and like get some rocks and shit. So you can, yeah. help, you can help your builder guy. That's right. And it, you go and you end up dueling somebody, which we'll get to in a little bit, but then you also have to go and you end up passing by this, the grave digger. And he's yeah. all like, Hey, get a priest. Uh, this is real shitty that we're just like burying people in holes without having any kind of like, ceremonial thing about it maybe we should yeah. get like a church or something and it's funny because at the beginning of your thing you don't have like a religious uh, no. inclination like you're very everybody's like, agnostic mm -hmm. so everybody you meet has no religion so I, I i felt kind of weird putting one like on you you know like yeah but the I thing is you can put them it. both you can put them both in but like for the Jacobin priest, I would always pick traits like um, evil, but also eloquent, but also greedy. And then for the uh, Peterin priest, I'd have like good, um, sometimes, you know, friendly, fun loving stuff like that. So I, I would definitely I see it like kind of like all the good and the bad sides of religion. So nice. speaking of that, let's get with the shitty ones. Um, the uh, your your flaw, you the fatal be, flaw. Mm -hmm, bloodthirsty, yep. a compulsive gambler, which is my personal favorite. Mm. Cowardly, cruel, cursed, a drunkard, fool, glutton, hubris, insecure, um, insomniac, licentious, misanthrope, morose, punny uncouth and weak constitution as much so, as i would love it for it to be punny and you would just be compelled to, to it's use, puny. use horrible puns all the time it actually is puny yes it's puny that's but I really my like fatal it. flaw yep my fatal flaws that i'm punny Which i don't understand because puny and weak constitution are the same damn thing uh, I think weak constitution is just that you got sick all the time. And if you got like wounds or illness or whatever, it would take longer to heal. Whereas puny was just very, very unfortunate for you if you got into a fight. Because I think that gave you like a, a so debuff schmawl. for your fights. Yeah, Because you would, you would, you would tiny limp noodle and people could just cough you. So 
my original my 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 monarch my queen she was um a creative cook and um eloquent and then her fatal flaw was insecure because i felt like that was like the least i took that for mine as well (laughs) for mine as well because i got her as eloquent um also haggler because you know got to keep those books balanced and i think i got chivalrous as well um and my fatal flaw i also picked insecure because i'm like maybe she's a young monarch and you know she her 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 father died or her mother died and she got thrown into the throne and she's like i'm gonna be the best queen ever but actually she's just kind of like oh god i'm gonna mess up all the time and no one likes me so yeah i I felt like that was I felt right. I felt like that was like the least shitty. Um, For the night, I always pick Licentious um, as his fatal flaw because I'm like, ah, you know, the the classical knight can't keep it in his pants kind of thing. His Peter is out hanging out with everybody. Yeah. But it's weird because aren't knights Templars usually? Don't they, aren't they like monks? Uh, no, not necessarily, no. Well, not monks, but, like, I just, I literally just think of, like, Dragon Age. Oh, God. Templars (laughs) who can't bang. The ones who uh, have never licked a lamppost in winter. (laughs) Descriptive. (laughs) Um, That's a a little something for all the Dragon Age fans out there. Easter egg. If you um, want to hear Vanity and I talk about Dragon Age, you should join our Patreon because we spent like an hour and a half waffling on about Dragon Age. We did, and we forgot all about Mass Effect, which we, so we have to do it again yeah, so we can get Mass Effect. We do have to do it again. Oops. Um, it was a great episode, and I know nothing about <laughs> Dragon Age or Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so each hero, by the way, like you can only have one for each class. So you can't have like sixteen bards just rolling around. No, there's um, only one. Like Highlander. <laughs> so so basically what happens is you complete quests and you get resource points and you use those resource resource points to build buildings in your kingdom. So a tavern for the bard, a smithy for the blacksmith, a cathedral for the Jacobin priest, barracks for the knight, um, a market for the merchant, the castle is the one you unlock first for the monarch, the monastery for the Peterin priest, the clinic for the physician, and the spy quarters for the spy and then the um, wizard tower for the wizard. Uh, yeah, so once you have your buildings in place, you can uh, you can put your hero in there. You can create one yourself and create a sim, or you can use a pre, uh, pre-generated one if you're in a hurry. If you're like, I don't really care about the, the physician or the merchant or whatever, you just stick one in there, it's fine. But since you are going to be required to play with them at some point, it's always preferable to make your own. Um, and then once they're in there, um, they will stick with that building until they die. At which point, it, and they can die. Just keep that in mind. Um, a quest can go sour. Um, they can get sick or other things can happen and they can die. Um, and then you have either the option to make a new one or if they have a child the child can take over. And that's the only way a sim will age up from child to adult. Because you can have them as babies. You can have them as toddlers. Can you have them as toddlers? I'm not sure now. Anyway, once they hit, once they hit child stage, that's it. They don't, they don't grow 
anymore unless your hero dies and they take over, then they will go immediately from child to adult. I'm going to have to Very interesting. Basically, I highly recommend that you, I mean, sure, make your church. Dear God, make your physician. Oh, please do make that a priority because you will get sick. This is plague times. You will get sick. Ain't nobody taking baths. Ain't nobody washing their hands. And so you're going to get like fucking dysentery. Like make a physician. And a spy. I highly recommend making a spy too. Yes, those are handy. Mm-hmm. So um, when you make all your little thingies. <sighs> okay, so just to confirm, it's baby, child, and adult. That's it. Interesting. And does the child age up right away and you just take over with them or? Yes. So if wow. you if you have a baby and it becomes a child, it will it will stay a child until your hero dies and you choose for them to take over. If you don't choose if you don't choose for them to take over, they will they will not age up. It's only like, okay, well my hero's dead. Um, my child is the hero now. So boom, adult continue. So your shitty trait can be changed into a legendary trait. Yep. If you do a quest. <laughs> Look, it wouldn't be a medieval or like fantasy style epic story if there wasn't the whole thing about overcoming, right? So it is possible for you to to get a quest. That gives you the opportunity to turn your fatal flaw into a legendary trait. And Not all of them, but some. So basically, if you want to make sure that I, I pick your flaw appropriately, if you want to get a legendary trait, let's go from there. But you gotta that like, then you gotta, but you, but you have to like deal with your flaw. Until you get that quest. So also keep that in mind. (laughs) And if I'm not mistaken, it is possible to fail this quest. And I'm not sure if it's repeatable after that. I think I had it once where I um, made a wrong choice and I failed the quest and it didn't pop up again after. Um, Could be I didn't play long enough to see it pop up again. But I'm just saying, just be careful. (laughs) Make sure you're ready when you get it. Interesting. So basically the whole point is you're trying to make your kingdom like thrive. You have like a war table, if you will. It's just like a map that shows you like the surrounding kingdoms and you want to kind of make friends with those or eat them up. Um, and you're, you're, that, you're just trying to do that, but you have quests to make things happen. Also, you have, and like one of the first things you have to do after you get your fucking supplies is you have to hire like an aide. The advisor. Yeah. Yeah. Someone to like help you help yourself because you know what you're doing. Um, and they come and hang out or whatever, but you can, but, um, and then, and then like it's so weird. You can flirt with like the, court what was he like the jester or something 
the bard. I was just like, he so ain't even is, cute. I don't want to flirt with give him. You, they give you two options. They're like, oh, I should uh, look for a potential mate. That's what the advisor says. Like, you should look for a potential partner. And there's two options. There was a male and a female option. There's that bard. I think he's kind of cute. And then there's the, uh, I think it's a merchant or something. Um, a woman who who is also an option. So, I mean, it's not, that, it's not that he's not that, cute. It's just more like, I'm not going to fucking marry a bard. Whoa. Like, whoa, look, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, are, you are just starting out. This is a fledgling kingdom. You don't got those options yet, man. You're I'm still queen, way. damn it. I'm going to yeah. marry like another noble. I'm bougie. <laughs> but you can, though. I mean, it's not because they throw them in your path that you absolutely have to take one of them. It's just like, you know, to it's, it's, it's how the tutorial shows you what like socializations you can do and stuff. It shows you how to flirt. Yeah. I was just, I was just offended. I was just like, so there are options later on to non, neither of those. Anyone. You can even have your heroes. Like if you want your ruler to fall in love with your knight or your spy, you absolutely can do that. If you want your ruler to fall in love with your knight and bang the spy on the side like I did, you can absolutely do that. Amazing. It's it's great, mm-hmm. man. It's for a lot of people talked about the limitations of this game that it wasn't like The Sims 3 cuz you didn't have like the the free play, which is bullshit cuz there was. Sure, it wasn't as um elaborate as The Sims 3. But you got so much more in return. You there I, were so many options. I really. feel like a lot of times my problem with The Sims is it's too much free play. And I get overwhelmed that I have to make, make my own story and do my that's why I like challenges. Ow, cat, that was your nail into my thigh meat. <laughs> um he jumped on my lap. Uh but I, I liked this one. It's also why I like most Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Because it gave me, it told me what to do. Okay, do this. These are your choices. Cool, cool, cool. And I, yep. To me, it made it more interesting to play because I was unfolding a story. Yeah. As opposed it, to having to make my story. keep playing, basically. Yeah. It, it, and, uh, it has more of a replay about, replay value to me. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can everything could be changed at any point in time. Speaking of that, so your kingdom has ambitions, like things that you goals, right? So you have new beginnings, which is place X amount of buildings and a kingdom. No quest for for the weary, um, which means you get. Um, if you get a medal on it, you get like ranking for your quests. Like how yeah, well did you I do? Think, I think there's like bronze, silver, gold, and platinum that you can mm-hmm. get. And it depends on a variety of factors. Like if you finish it, um, if you, if you're just rushing through and you're ignoring your daily quests, that will have, that for instance, will have an effect on your overall ranking. So imperial domination, which means you annex a number of foreign territories. Hard workers, you have uh, 10 heroes at a certain level or above. 
thoughts and prayers, <laughs> which made me think of tots and pears, <laughs> yep. have knowledge and culture at a, at a certain level, fame, when you reach a certain level of renown, safe and sound, you have security and well-being for your kingdom at a certain level. Wealthy populace is means you have ten heroes in your t- in your kingdom with at least with at least x x amount of money. Efficient expander, which means you reach a certain level of renown with at least a certain level of resource points left, like the 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 amount in there. So, um, filled coffers, you have a certain level of money across all of your like territories, if you will. Legend, wait for it, dairy. <laughs> have an X amount of Sims with legendary twi- legendary traits. Yeah. Um, I did. I did um, add in the author's notes for this that How I Met Your Mother was on its sixth season at the time. Can you tell? <laughs> they threw that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, best in show have all four aspects at a certain level. The inter- an eternal kingdom. So basically, like you just keep going. Just keep playing and you have it. But if you have pirates and nobles, which Melissa does, I hate you. Sorry, that was my cat. Like he literally just started knocking things off the desk because they're on the edge and he felt that he's what he should do. Um, Well, that is that is Pete Cat. So (laughs) it is. He's he's just catting correctly. (laughs) On brand. So, um, Peacemaker, which means that you end the war between the pirates and the nobles. Yep. Nice. Which, I feel like I don't have that one. Was it fun? Yes, because you get parrots um, that you can buy in the shop then, and you can carry them around, like, on your shoulder and stuff. And sometimes one of your daily quests will be, sick a parrot on the uh, noble. It'll be, they'll highlight a specific noble and you have to sick your parrot <laughs> on them and it's great. I approve. <laughs> it's, it's <fun. laughs> I also approve. Um, so That's you hilarious. Also, you can duel in this one. And okay, in the tutorial, they kind of give you like a quick and dirty of things you can do so that they kind of show you how it works. That they you do get into a duel when you try to go get the get the wood. Like, which I don't understand. Like you are walking around and you're like Queen Regalia with your fucking crown on which i totally had to have a crown on and your cute awesome little like queen gown and this dirty fucker comes over he was all like what you doing i'm gonna steal some money from you and i'm just like bruh i'm the queen how fucking dare you no respect Piece of respect. Not one piece of respect. So then he decides he wants to duel me. Well, I challenge him to a duel. And I'm just like, "Eh." but you, I don't know, can you lose this duel? Because I have never lost it. I don't think you can lose that specific duel. I think it is scripted that you have the upper hand. But subsequent duels you can lose and that all depends on how well your armor is uh how well your sword is so you know win those simoleons so you can upgrade your gear um and you can also like you know use different stances like a defensive stance or an offensive stance you can um use certain attacks but those will drain your stamina um, and I think you have the option to either duel someone or duel someone to the death. 
And if it's a duel to the death and you lose, that's it. You die. D-E-D dead. Yeah. And then hopefully you have a child to take over for you. Because if not, that sucks. Um, a side note. Around. Side note, guys. Um, Sims 3 cheats work for this game. They that do. means Motherlode oh, does Motherlode yeah. does work for monies if you want to cheat. I highly recommend playing it through one time at least without cheating. Yep, at least the initial uh kingdom ambition. Yeah, like the just the, the initial like set up just cuz it's fun to try to like scrounge yeah. up your monies and like And also because you're playing on like a quest system it feels more like cheating than it does in like the Sims in like the regular Sims games. It does. Right. Cuz you're working towards a goal and you would be cheating to attain that goal. So it does feel a little bit more cheaty when you use them. Hmm. You 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 feel like an asshole. Like you feel like yep Yep, I, I'm this person who can't even yeah. complete I'm a damn quest for myself because it's it's possible to fail quests. So it is possible that you will undertake a quest and you won't get the objectives in time, or you will fail one of the objectives, or it's just it is completely possible to not be able to finish one. Failure and is not you, an option, and then you will have to do it again. So. <laughs> Yeah, so it does. It does feel more like cheating than you know. Cheating does. Cheating has become a, a way of life in the Sims games, but in this one, it actually feels like you're doing something you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm not supposed to be cheating, even in Say regular Sims game, because <laughs> I see this as like the kingdom ambitions are sort of like your aspiration goals, mm-hmm. except for an entire town. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That is exactly what it is. You can go to the shops. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. So in the tutorial. Okay. So when you go to, to like the downtown like market area, right? Right. And you're like, and then you see somebody's like, hey, hey, hey. And you're like, what's going on? And you go talk. And you go talk to the lady. And she's like, this lady was mean to me. She called me a trollop or something right she's bullying me and you're like not in my town snap snap and you go over and you find this bully and you're like hey bitch you a bully and they're like i was just messing around you're like not today satan and you go put them in the stocks and then you can (laughs) and then you throw garbage at them it's great pretty much yeah you throw tomatoes or eggs at them. It's great. I I picked eggs because I thought it was funnier. But yeah, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I just feel like throwing eggs at somebody is the best. But the the whole like sequence of events, like this bitch, literally, you're taking her word for it that she was bullying her. You go over to the bully, and the bully's like, "Yeah, I did it," and then you come back. And you put her in the stocks for bullying somebody. I'm like, that is a pretty extreme punishment for calling somebody a doo-doo head. <clears throat> yeah, I said it. They were different times, man, different times. I just thought it was great. I mean, it's showing you that you can, you can like, you know, smite people with your punishments. But you can't. also... And the stockades aren't the only thing. There is also... One of my personal favorite elements of the game. 
the pit beast. What now? <laughs> the pit beast. It's a pit, and there's a monster in there, and if you get really sick of someone's shit, you can feed them to the pit monster. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's when that's when for Roxy, that's like one way if you're sick of someone, you can like say you're you're sick of your uh your Jacobin priest being all fire and brimstone and he, you think he's you know just oppressing the people, you can go, you know sure. what? I am sick of your shit. Pit. You done you done been pit. Yep. Or you if you pitted. call for food and your servant girl isn't quick enough with the food, pit. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of power. Yep, you can With also jump power. in the pit and see. You can also jump in the pit and kill your hero that way. because uh, if you because it does give. I think the game does give you a warning. Like if you jump in the pit, like are you sure you want to do this? Because your sim will die. So if you're like, I'm sick of my hero, or you want some kind of like dramatic event to make your child like your hero's yeah. child, the next hero, you can have them jump in the pit. Pit ate my parents. Pit ate your parents. <laughs> Pit ain't my parents. Pretty much. Pretty um, much. <laughs> That's great. Um, if you <laughs> if you want to play Sims Medieval at this point, like you can't really buy the disc. I mean, you can, but you can't. You can't buy it from nope. EA. Like you can't well, get it from them. The DVD has been discontinued, but you can still get it digitally on. Yes. Origins. Yes. You can get it on the on the on the Origins, which or. If you're like me and you're one of the lucky few who managed to snatch a collector's edition, high five. What? What comes with the collector's edition? So the collector's edition came in like this, um, it it looks like one of those fancy books. So the box was like a fancy book and the the game was in there. And it came with, what was in there? Some wax seals, an art booklet. Cool. Oh, uh, what else? What else? What else? I think there was a little poster in there as well. Uh, I might have to look this up. Keep, bear with me. Hang on. Well, um, I have Origins open right now. And I am hovering over the button that says buy now for $19.99. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm very it tempted. Is, it is so much fun. Like, it is ridiculously, like, it, it's a whole different way to play. This is the thing. If you guys are playing the regular Sims and you're like, okay, they've piqued my interest. Let me get Sims at Evil. If you have never played a um, an RPG role-playing game for you guys, um, like anything like that, that is quest-based and like... Um, Guild, Guild, Guild Wars. What's that? Skyrim. Like Skyrim is like that. Skyrim, like where, right. where you have to go out and do stuff. If you've never played a game like that, this is A, a way to, to dip your toe into that and see if you like it, which mm-hmm. side note, you will. Um, yes. And if you need more wrecks of things to play, ask Ava and I, because we got you. Hence me yep. over here playing Bioshock for the first time, which by the way, this game is scary. <laughs> it is. I wasn't That's why I I didn't play any. I never finished it because I I can't deal. I wasn't like my my roommate screamed yesterday. Like we were in this little area, and I some guy was calling for help, and so I was like, "Well, let me go find him." And the area was all sketch, and there was a ghost, and I was like, "Whatever." And we kept, and then the guy was calling for help, so I turned the corner, 
and he was gone. And I'm trying to look at this weird little altar thing, and I was I was like, he's going to be behind me. And I turn around, and there his dumb ass was, all bleeding. Mm-hmm. And my roommate screamed. It was pretty funny. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Thank God. Look, man, I I am not the best with, like, horror games and stuff. Um, I don't know if any of you know Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. I really want to play that game. You should. It's amazing, but it does have, like, it's sort of, like, scary moments, but it's, like, just scary enough for me. Is it on the computer? It is on the computer. It is on Steam, and it shouldn't be that expensive anymore. Um, And it's a pretty old game, so normally your specs shouldn't be that high for it anymore but um so i've been playing this game since i was like a wee little 14 15 year old so you know over a decade ago and they've they're just now coming out with a sequel um so there's going to be the math ray bloodlines 2 and there was recently a an, an xbox like microsoft showcase and they gave us a new trailer and in this trailer, they did it on um, this jaunty little kind of like uh, 50s boppy Sinatra-ish tune called Danke schön. And it's just, it's fantastic. Danke schön, darling, danke schön. However, it opens with this lovely little um, Christmas uh, kind of like picturesque Christmas moment with like the Christmas tree and the presents and the lights and there's like this family like mom and dad and the kids sitting around the Christmas tree except they're not sitting around the Christmas tree they're posed and they're like hanging from the ceiling with wires and like their yeah their their mouths are like stretched open and the smiles and their eyes are like all bloodshot and gross and there's then this this guy just sort of like starts song and just starts like dancing around with them and you're just like Oh, oh god this is gonna be right so I, i'm not I sure i'm not sure like if that's actually gonna be in the game i might have a problem with that because in the original game there was a bit with like a haunted house you had to go into a hotel to exercise a spirit and it was like based on the shining and there was a ghost and then a guy with a hatchet chasing you and i legit got such jump scare fright moment that i had to step away from the game for a couple of weeks <laughs> So that's nah, that's good. my that's my limit, but I don't know, man. It ju- it was really good, and I like the vibe of it, but just the the vi- the visuals were a bit much for me. That was like, I'm gonna be seeing that shit in my nightmares for the next couple of weeks. So Ugh. I'm not sure, but it looks great, and I have it pre-ordered. And I can't wait. It's gonna be fantastic. But we are talking about The Sims Medieval, and I did find the collector's edition content that I have. Um, so you got some DLC content, which included three uh, included three throne rooms and ten outfits. You got a souvenir game sketch and an art booklet. You got a 3D card artwork to cut out and create, and that was um, a plumbob. I remember I, I still have that one. You have an exclusive A3 poster. A wax seal featuring an embossed plumb bob, a map of your kingdom, and an audio soundtrack CD of the music featured in the game. And guys, let me tell you, I already went ham about the music in The Sims 1 being so fantastic. The music in The Sims 3 Medieval is just, it's great. Yeah, It's like that, you know, jaunty medieval kind of vibe to it with like the tin whistles and the, the, the violins. And it's just, it's so 
so good. So if you if you're used to playing The Sims with the music off, play this one with the music on. You will not you regret it. It really Definitely it really should. sets it, it sets the 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 atmosphere. It sets the mood. It's so great, and it's like the little things. Like some of my favorite pieces of music are like the um, area phase music. So if you go like say from the village to the cemetery, like there's, there's always like a a small snippet of like transfer music and it's so good. There's just, there's, oh, they're little gems and I love them so much. So do yourself and your ear holes a favor and just listen to this music. Just, just do it. You won't regret it. I highly recommend it. Um, this, (laughs) so I know, I know I mentioned this one episode, like, way back in gay, but nobody ever responded back to me, so I need to just, if anybody knows the stupid computer game from, like, the early aughts, maybe late 90s, that, maybe mid-90s, fuck, I don't know, that would, like, kind of hack your computer, like, you would be playing it, and, like, your CD drawer would open, and, like, you're trying to, like, get through it, yeah. Let me know. Nah. Mm-mm. hate that that's a fever dream i hate that <laughs> i remember i don't know how i found it but it was on my computer and like it um like you had like a chat like you basically chat like you were trying to get through i think a haunted some kind of house or whatever or trying to get out of the house or whatever but like it would do stuff to your computer while you're trying to play and i've been trying to find this game for years and i maybe i made it up that's wild. I can envision my father like witnessing that correlation of like it like the hacking. I mean, I'm sure it's like light hacking of your computer, but if it were to like do that and like open the CD drive, he'd be like, "Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Burn it." Nope. But nope. honestly, would you still be able to play that these days cuz who still has a CD drive? Right. <laughs> like, I I don't. That one that one part doesn't work. No, no um, I, I actually wanted to, when I wanted to reinstall Aeon, I was like, oh, this is great. I got the disc and I actually had the disc in my hand. And I was pointing at my tower going, hang on a minute. Oh, no. No. <laughs> my, um, my parents wouldn't even have known what to do, even if that was a thing, because my parents were super technology not savvy. Like, even to this day, like, my dad gets a new phone. He has to ask me to help him out, so. No, Dad. It's funny. Like he got a new Samsung, and I was like, "Why did you do this to yourself? You don't. You don't need this." And he was like, "He got it," and he was like, "Well, can you help me set it up?" And I was like, "Oh dear God!" So I did. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, because you're a good before daughter. We, before we move on, I just wanted to uh, read through. So, Origins has the deluxe pack, which I find likely doesn't have um, your wax seal uh and artist poster and whatnot um but i think it includes the expansion pack pirates and nobles because i think that's the only expansion pack that there was yeah they only made one unfortunately for some reason it just wasn't popular enough to warrant more Mm. which is strange because this is yay right so i mean maybe Maybe, so well maybe this episode will help it have a resurgence and they'll make a new one God, I hope um, so, because it was great. Well, I'm going to call out EA, because I know that this description was not written by Maxis. Um, <laughs> check this Check this description. 
Oh boy. Do you ever wish you lived in that glorious time when men were knights, women were princesses, and cities were kingdoms ruled by kings in large castles? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You want to you want to flip that gender role situation? I'm Muster sorry what? I'm sorry right? what? I, you want to say that again? So you were you can be a queen, right? Yeah, of course you can. That's the whole thing. You can, your champions aren't bound to gender. You can make whatever you want. I make totally the made evil great again. <laughs> Men were knights. Women were princesses. No. <laughs> well, yeah. that hurt my soul a little bit, guys. <laughs> don't read the description. Just download it based on our opinions alone. Like, don't yeah, read skip it. all that. Dare. This sounds like a delight. How despite- dare? <laughs> Like, that's well, why I didn't do well. There you go. Yeah. Well, well for $19.99, you can join this fun. Is there anything else, uh, pieces of this game that we should touch on? Um, let's Honestly, see. there's so much. Um, I don't think we would be able to cram it all into one episode. Because like I said, it's a completely new way of playing The Sims. It's not just the sims in a medieval setting it's just it's a completely new type of game and there's well, how just about this? so much how about this i'll get it i'll play it and we'll come back and do a part two and we can discuss some of the gameplay and some oh of my gosh yeah that's a great idea and like i'm going into this relatively cold um, even though i know that with- you guys hate that when we do part twos because <laughs> they do the sim the, the 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 fans do just because our part twos don't come until like way later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're doing, doing it anyway on the fly. Oh, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> to be so. fair, though, this part two warrants some time in between because you have to have time to really play it and immerse True. yourself in the experience. So you yeah. know, if you're listening and you are like anxiously waiting for a part two, go play Medieval. Check it out. Yeah. Why don't you guys play it if you haven't played it? Uh, yet and send us your thoughts on it and maybe we'll feature them in the next uh, next episode as well yes please yeah tell us tell us tell us the things tell us like your love your hates what happened did you did you marry that weird court bard um did a whale eat your parents did you feed yourself to the pit beast so your son or daughter could take over so then the pit ate their parents did that what you did yep yep that's (laughs) the one (laughs) <laughs> but really though I fell in the pit okay. thank goodness so but seriously uh, final thoughts on Sims Medieval is play it it's so much fun and honestly surprisingly even though I can't play Sims 3 because the graphics make my eyeballs hurt this these graphics didn't hurt my soul so I don't know why maybe because it was by my they brain thing that's supposed to be doing. old I don't know if it's the complexions because like they stay in creative sim, they stay very, very true to sort of like the era Mm -hmm. because their makeup is very, very limited um, and your complexion is just like, like the pale is very pale. Um, and your complexion right is here. just, you're, you're always, <laughs> trust me, trust me. I, I know the feeling. It's like, they finally have my shade of translucent white. <laughs> um, but they have like this natural, like flushed, um, kind of like complexion. So sure. it's, it's difficult to explain. You have to like really go in there and, you know, they're not like perfectly smooth. You're not going to get something like with like perfectly contoured cheeks or something. No, 
these are people of the land. They don't have um, highlighter. They don't have bronzer. They don't have any of that crap. You get like some coal liner and you get um, some blush. Some, so not horrible even, I don't blush. Think. If you're playing yeah. a dark skin character, the blush is oh, yeah. horrible. And then, <laughs> and then he gets some like lipstick. That's also horrible if you're playing a dark skin character. So yeah. Oh, and uh, fun fact, Vanity, for for a fellow Bioware enthusiast, um, you know, there's a there's there's different voices, voice options. I think there's like two or t- three or four mm. uh, different voice options for your male and female Sims. Um, one of the female options is Jennifer Hale from Mass Effect fame, Commander Shepard. And one of the male options is my favorite voice actor, Gideon Emery, um, who plays Fenris in Dragon Age 2. I love Fenris. I know. And now you can make um, a a husband for your sim who sounds just like him, albeit in Simlish. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a thing. Wow. There's a lot to this game. I'm it's a great game. And I I've personally poured hours and hours and hours into it. And I'm sad that it didn't become as widely maybe not as widely known or as widely loved as it should have as it should have been, because it's it's a great game. It's so great. I think a lot of people were just disappointed that they didn't get a medieval sort of expansion for The Sims 3. Because I think a lot of people had been asking for it, and instead they got this, which is Honestly, I, I better. Sort of Different. Honestly, yes. But if you're used to having like the whole 3D aspect of The Sims, and then all of a sudden your houses are like doll houses, and you only have like the front view of it, I can see you'd be a little disappointed. Like people who would love ah. to build wouldn't be able to build, you know, the elaborate castles that they wanted. You just have sort of like this dollhouse castle that you can you have a, a set few rooms of that you can decorate. Um, so I can see why that would Got be it. a little bit disappointing and there were no horses involved. So a lot of people hmm. were disappointed about that. And I think that was, was that before or after pets came out? I think it was after pets. Oh, that's not super sure. disappointing. But yeah, there were no horses. You just walked everywhere. <laughs> hmm. But I think, yeah. So a lot of people were disappointed, but honestly, if you... If you try to disconnect yourself from this as a Sims 3 game and just focus focus on it as a game all on its own, it's great. It's that's, so the thing, great. that's the thing for me. Like when I went and I went and started playing it, I forgot that I forgot where it fell in the in the timeline. So I didn't even think it was a Sims 3 game. You know what I mean? Like I went into it playing it like its own entity, not putting it in anywhere in the Sims like one, two, three, four, like yeah. universe. Go into it playing it like it's its own separate entity. And I think you'll be okay. So there you go. Yeah. And on that note, I think it's time to slide into our um, ending, our closing arguments, starting with what just happened? Yay, what just happened? Tell me, Vanity, what did just happen? Well, one of our Simizens, that's our that's what we call our Patreon supporters, which you, you could be if you donate to our Patreon. Genova, Chesson, let me tell you about my two... Love that name, by the way. 
my I just think of Genovia. Um, and I, that, I almost said that, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> Genovia. I was more like uh, Sephiroth's quote-unquote mother, but yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you about my two biggest sim fails. Number one. Almost a month ago, no, sorry, about a month ago, I was happily playing a random legacy challenge, and my sim had three adorable daughters and a roommate, helper, live-in friend, and her boyfriend, Tomax Colette, oh, sorry, her BF. So, roommate, helper, live-in friend, and, and BF, Tomax Colette. Tomax is a name. Um, two of these kids had magical blood, and I was so excited because the ingredient stall stands... Ingredient stall sold death flowers, and I got one. Well, fast forward to two weeks later when Discovery University came out on console, and I made a random sim to play with and saved over my random legacy save because my save slots were full. Oh, no. She deleted her family, and that's depressing. Oh, that's the worst. I've accidentally done that, not on The Sims, but on a different game, and I feel your pain. I, so I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I'm going to have to go clear out some of my save files. Yeah. I finished Pokemon Yellow and collected all of the Pokemans and got all the badges and everything. And I was done, done with the game. And then I was like, I'll just start a new game just for funsies. And I accidentally <laughs> saved over it. And it shattered my poor little seven-year-old soul. And I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't touch my Game Boy for months. Nice. So I feel your pain. So number two in her story, she said, uh, my second one was Sims 2 a few years ago, a few years ago, and I'm still hurting from it because I had a random legacy challenge going on and my favorite Sim ever was born. Geraldine, that's a name, um, was a creative powerhouse and wrote a bestseller as a child and painted all the time. She was so friendly and smart and I was honestly hyped to give her a great life. And eventually she went to college. Well, I put a I put a bubble blower in the dorm so everyone could be buddies and accidentally fell asleep playing one time since I played on my laptop. And when I woke up, there was the death notification and her tombstones right next to the goddamn bubble blower. Oh, no. I, tr- I tried to use the phone to bring her back, but she wasn't an option for anyone I tried with. I haven't been that close to a sim since. I just don't know how you died. <laughs> death by Random. bubble blower? bubble blower related incident did the bubble go up her nose and into her brain maybe don't do drugs kids don't do drugs don't Um, smoke the bubble blower (laughs) college is a time to experiment but not with drugs be safe or bubble blowers always be safe always be safe um the last episode finally Last episode reminds me of my first sim fail when I made this beautiful elf family of a mom and dad and two kids, and I accidentally made them divorce when I had the mom select find a place to live. (laughs) Sorry. Whoops. And she took their toddler with her, and the way the dad sobbed haunted me so much that my sims rarely divorce. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm just... I have done that. I have accidentally moved somebody out, and I I didn't realize moving them out would, like, separate them from their family like that, but, oh. Oh, wow. Oh, that's funny. That's sad and funny. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) 
sad. So sad. Love Brad. Okay. Oh. Thanks, Genova. Thanks. Hey, who wants to do our shootout? We have a shootout. We do have a shootout. Uh-huh. Melissa, since you're our guest, do you want to do the shootout? I would love to. This shootout is from Noah Denton. Uh, thank you so much for writing in, Noah. Um, they say, I love what you guys do. This podcast is amazing. Keep it up. Smiley face. BTW, I'm a guy and I love listening to this. Just wanted to let you know. LOL. Hashtag stoves for vanity. We got a boy. We got a boy. You can hang out with Dom. We got a boy. <laughs> with anyone. We are a bunch of ladies, but we are here for male simmers. Mm-hmm. It's great. Thank I, you, Noah. I am happy we have male simmers. I totally. just, I, I've never met one IRL. Same. Not gonna lie, but um, <laughs> I, I think it's great that they exist, and I'm so happy. Welcome. I mean, we have Dom, we have Tim from Seattleish, and now we have Noah. So yeah, that's great. <gasps> Y'all could be like the Three Musketeers. See, I'm The Sims the isn't a girl game. Wait, what? Someone, someone actually did tell me once that oh, The Sims is such a girly game. Whatever. You know, if you just play medieval, you can return to the time where men were knights and women were princesses. (laughs) She's never going to let it go. I won't. I won't. Which is bullshit because you can't be a princess. You're you're a queen. You're a queen. Donald Trump wrote the description for this. Apparently. (laughs) Ma'am, he can't write. Ma'am. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that made my day. <laughs> You're welcome. Ma'am, you can't write. <laughs> oh, well, in any case, if you are one of those people who, who wishes for the times of uh, when women were princesses, uh, over at Team Llama, we have an episode coming up uh, that we're very excited about. Um, about princess cordelia if you don't know who princess cordelia is first of all she's my cat but also (laughs) that's not what the episode is about but we there's a uh sim it's a really really um uh what's the word i'm looking for unknown um minute piece of lore in the sims four and three and two and maybe one um but we dive into what Princess Cordelia is all about. So tune in if you like lore that literally no one else has heard of before. So Can you check that out. Make sure you guys call her Cordy. Yeah, that's what we call my kitty cat. Princess also, Cordy. honestly, Melissa, I would love to hear an entire episode just about your cat because she sounds adorable. Same. Great. You should make you should make the episode picture just your cat. <laughs> this is my cat. Hey. We should have a, a bonus Patreon where we just have cat. Cat yeah, chat. yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, we should do a Patreon talk, and we just sit here and talk about what little shits our cats are, but we love them anyway. Like the fact hey, right now that um, <laughs> that Athena is sitting not in the chalet in her uh, chalet, but she has just her head in the entryway of the chalet, and she's asleep. Aww. Just the head. <laughs> 
Well, she wants a roof over her head, not the rest of her, just her head. It's fine. Very literal. Uh, oh, lordy. Okay, guys. Well, that's how <laughs> I used to circumvent the when you're under my roof thing. If I wanted to do something my dad didn't want me to, I used to just do it in the garden. Stop like, it. I'm not under your roof now, dad. Stop. I got it. away with that once. Just once. <laughs> I got away with telling my parents that we, sh- we shared a soda with my sister that my, my half was on the bottom. That's why I drank the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. My mom, I would never forget it. She looked at me and she was just like, and I, I remember vividly, I was like 10. And she's like, drink the whole soda. My sister was so mad. And I said, my half is in the bottom. That's why I drank the whole soda. And my mom looked at me and turned around. And I'm pretty sure now that I'm an adult thinking what she did, she laughed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she laughed. <laughs> and then she just gave my sister another soda and walked away. <laughs> she just didn't take it. My house is on the bottom. The things that kids do. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Do do them do them real fast like I do it. It's fun. <laughs> go, Ava, go. All right. <clears throat> we are Plumbob Cast on Instagram and Twitter. Plumbob Podcast on Reddit. Under the Plumbob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. Website is undertheplumbob.com. You can contact us through the contact form or by email on undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitch and YouTube where we provide video content uh, under the Plumbob Podcast, including our episodes starting to appear on Mondays on YouTube starting in 2020. So we were actually doing that already. Um, we have a weekly Twitch stream Saturdays at 1130 a.m. Eastern U.S. time. And uh, we have new After Dark streams on Fridays at 8 p.m. EST. And one of our Simsons, Dom, NerdyDude247 on Twitter, has stepped up as our Sims console expert. Check out his weekly posts on Tumblr at Under the Console. Subscribe. He is rad. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, and more? Question mark? Why a question mm-hmm. mark? Because if we are not on the thing that you listen to, you can let us know and we will try to make that happen. We also have, like we mentioned, a Patreon. You can follow our page and you can check out our options and everybody who contributes gets an invitation to our private Discord channel because we fancy. We, we have, We're so fancy. We also have merch and you can find the link in the episode description on the website. So if you want a cool hoodie or a team cow plant water bottle so you can stay hashtag team hydrated, you can. Listen, That's I, fun. I, I, I want to give a, a nice shout out to the writer of this episode. Ava, I'm pretty sure you put in most of the script work. Vanity, were you in here too? No. this was a very uh ava centric episode and thank god because she is our expert of all things sims medieval and many other areas of expertise so thank you ava for introducing me to this world it was my pleasure one of us very almost certainly uh purchasing this that is exciting well if i got at least one more person on team sims medieval that is worth it for me hell yeah because it really is a great game you guys it really, really it. is. <sighs> well, guys. Um, oh, thank you, Carl. 
Yes, Always. thank you, Carl, because um, like all the descriptions of the traits and such came from Carl mm-hmm. because he has a Carl Sims Medieval Guide.com. So if you're ever stuck, even Carl will come to your rescue. Because Carl's played it too. And if Carl's played it, you know it's good. Oh, you know. <laughs> um, thanks, Tim Tim from Seattle-ish. Uh, thank you to... Um, it was also the Sims Wiki. Um, I got a lot of the stuff there. It's from Sims Wiki and from Sims Community as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then thank you to our favorite 13-year-old. So, thank you to our favorite 13 year old Kiara. We love you. Just letting you know. We so, do. You're the best. You're hashtag the best. And we think you're amazing. And please don't curse. Thank you. <laughs> she doesn't curse that much. She does oh, not, not she that much. Us. She told us that. <laughs> um, and we do have our segment of, you know, um, our gallery segment. So, if you guys build a house or make some cool. Um, like Sims on the gallery that would be on console and on PC. Please tag us under the Plum Bob UTPB Plum Bob podcast. Stows for vanity. I don't really care. Tag one of our hashtags, and we'll find you. Then we'll feature you on our next episode. Okay. Ooh, and no. and then it's your what just happens too. Send us those. We need more. We need more what just happened. Send us all of them. Send us your sim fails. We know you failed. Yep. We know you've set your house on fire. We all do. We know you've done something crazy with that weather thingy bigger in Sims 3. <laughs> <laughs> the little thing that would make the weather happen. We know you've done some stupid stuff with the spells. Send us. Tell us. Tell us everything. But uh, even if you don't, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Stay safe. Uh, we are recording this still under quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm continuing self-imposing quarantine, even though some places near me are open. Yep. Yeah, um, I'm also not. a bit worried because they're uh, they're they're wind- they're starting to wind down here. So tomorrow, we'll, the shops are starting to open again under strict regulations, but still. Mm. Um, and you're allowed to have like four visitors again, but it has to be like the same bubble so if i go if i start going to see my parents now i can't go and visit anyone else it can only be my parents you pick four friends and that's it (laughs) that's it but then those four friends can't go and visit anyone else just you i only have four friends so it's totally fine (laughs) yeah but then like if my friends came to see me they wouldn't be allowed to go and see their parents or other friends and i know i'm not that high on anyone's list so It's just going to be me and the cats still for a very long time. You're high on our list. I would come visit you if I could. Aw, you guys are the best. Thanks. Well, I don't, but I don't have a passport, so I can't come visit you. Oh, yeah, no, that sucks. It's all right. I'll come visit you someday, you know, like I said, when you have a president again. Yeah, my passport is still hung up in passport limbo, so whatever. Oh, yeah, and you were going to, you were supposed to go to Italy. Yeah, it's, we're not going to talk about it. All right, well. Uh, that's it wash your hands save your game sneeze in your elbow yeah don't forget to save and if you want to go to costco if you absolutely have to go there wear a mask because that's what they want you to do Mm -hmm. you don't want if you don't want to wear a mask then you don't shop there deal with it Mm -hmm. deal with it i'm gonna go make some spam and eggs because i'm gross
Yum. I have a jar of chicken tikka masala. Ooh. Yep. Well, without the chicken, just the masala, I guess. <laughs> Melissa, what are you going to go eat? Um, I don't know. I'm not really that hungry yet, which is very rare. Oh, well. It's dinner time here. It's breakfast time and I have to go to work. So I'm going to go buy turnips. Ew. Oh, I bought mine. I think they were like 93 bells or something. So I guess. Oh, Animal Crossing. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who buys turnips? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. didn't have, I didn't get to buy as many as I wanted. I only got to buy like 370 because I didn't have enough money, but whatever. I'll deal. I'm not buying them. I'm still on like 100 at a time, friend. Anyway, y'all wow. be good. Be safe. Save your game. Be good and safe. To the real world. Yep. Okay, bye. 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 Dag, dag.